Hello, everyone. This is Victor Jackson. Welcome to the Bible Centered Podcast. Welcome to Bible Centered with Victor Jackson. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. And I have some exciting news for you guys. Um, we are going to be releasing more and more content in the week. I have heard the feedback from you guys that you said you need more than one episode a week. And what people have told me is that because it's only one episode a week, they go back and re-listen to a lot of the episodes that we've already accumulated. So bringing you the good news, we are going to be releasing more episodes to you. We have um, many different things that we're going to be presenting. And to those that have subscribed on uh, Spotify, uh, that have become subscribers, we will be releasing more of A Word to the Broken, uh, the book, the Amazon best-selling book. We will be releasing more of the audios uh, version of that to you in the week uh, we've just been doing a chapter by chapter, but I'm going to start releasing two to three chapters a week with commentary to those that have subscribed. I want to thank each of you for your support. Listen, uh, I, I love you guys. I, I love what what I do. This is just to serve uh, you guys and what a privilege it is to serve. Uh, I sent out... Uh, a questionnaire on Instagram um, yesterday. Uh, my Instagram is Victor M. Jackson. And I told them that I wanted to address some questions uh, on this particular uh, podcast episode. And so many questions uh, were coming in. And there were some great questions. There were some uh, very deep questions um, that I do want to address, uh, with you guys today. Thank y'all for your support, uh, with the book and with listening, share this podcast. If you feel like an episode is going to help somebody share that with them, uh, it's just, uh, what a, what a privilege. Uh, my daughter is going to be, uh, born, uh, within the next few months. Time is flying. My wife is like, uh, 28 weeks pregnant. And uh, it's amazing because, you know, the announcements of that have been on this podcast. So I feel like uh, you and I are growing together on this uh, podcast. It's like a podcast family. And so we do have questions at the end of these episodes uh, for those that want to answer questions and give feedback and answer the polls. Uh, I'm so thankful for your participation in that. A Word to the Broken in Spanish has been blessing the Spanish community. We will have uh, more Spanish podcast episodes, and I'm super excited about that as well. So the first question I want to get into is someone named Logan asked this question, what is the best way to battle against spiritual blockage? 
So Logan asked this question, what is the best way to battle against spiritual blockage? And so it seems like what Logan is referencing here is that at one point there was a flow, but over time the flow became hindered. Uh, we see that principle in Genesis 26 where the Bible says that Abraham dug wells, but after he dug the wells and he died, when he died, the Bible says that the Philistines came and uh, covered the wells, put dirt in the wells. Uh, they blocked the wells. And when you really think about it, that that in these times, in the ancient Near Eastern customs, when when you blocked someone's well, it was it was to destroy them. It, it was a military tactic uh, to make a community or a tribe to die of thirst, and so what the enemy would do is that they would stop the wells in order to destroy the lineage of their opponents. We see this with Alexander the Great, uh, King Darius, whenever Alexander was chasing King Darius um, across Persia. King Darius, Darius, he was making sure that he scorched all the fields. So as Alexander the Great was pursuing him, his troops would not have anything to eat because King Darius had already scorched the fields. So these are military tactics to destroy the water supply or to poison the water supply or to uh, scorch all the uh, kill all the livestock, scorch all the trees, all the fruit trees, all the vegetables to, to starve out your enemy. Uh, so the first thing we need to understand about a spiritual blockage is that this is a tactic used by your enemy, the devil, to try to stop the flow of God in your life. And the Bible says that when Abraham died, that the Philistines, that they covered the wells that Abraham had dug. And God told Isaac to go and dwell in Gerar. He told him, don't go down to Egypt because there was a famine. He said, go to where these Philistines are at, and I want you to dwell there. And in a famine, Isaac reaped a hundredfold. But the Bible says that he came upon those wells that were uh, were buried. The question arises now, why did the Philistines wait till Abraham died before they buried the wells? N number one, they waited till he died because they knew that if they tried to take the wells while Abraham was alive, that Abraham would fight for those wells. And they waited till he died, here it is, because the enemy assumed that the next generation 
would not fight for what their father died for. The enemy assumed that the next generation would not see value in those wells and that the next generation wouldn't fight for it. And God wanted to test Isaac to see if he would fight for what his father died for. And so those wells were buried. But the Bible says that Isaac began to redig the wells of his father. And he called them the same names that his father called them. Whenever he started digging, the first thing he did, as soon as he started digging, the first place he started digging, this is the point I want to bring to Logan here. As soon as he started digging, the Bible says he started digging in a valley. And that's Genesis 26, 18. That he was in a valley and that's the place he started digging. That's the point, Logan, I want you to take from this. That wherever you are in the blockage in your life, from that place, start digging. Where you are right now, is the perfect place to start digging. Well, I'm in a valley. Shouldn't I wait till I'm on the mountain? Shouldn't I wait until I'm on some smooth terrain before I start digging into prayer, into fasting, uh, into study, into the fruit of the spirit? Uh, Shouldn't I wait till later? No, the best time to start digging is now. And the best place to start digging is right there in your valley. Start digging. He started digging immediately in the valley, according to Genesis. According to Genesis 26. I want to I want to find that scripture for you. Genesis 26. Let's see. Here it is. And Isaac digged again the wells of water, which they had digged in the days of Abraham his father, for the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Abraham. And he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. And Isaac's servants digged in the valley and found there a well of springing water. See, many people don't think that they're going to find much in the valley. But when you start digging right there in your valley season, you're going to discover a well of springing water. There's water that's going to spring up out of your valley. Even when you feel depressed, even when you're battling with anxiety, even when you're battling fear, even when you're battling temptation, even when you're battling doubt, if you will start digging from that place, if you've been battling with an addiction, if you will start going after God in that place, I'm telling you, you're going to find a well of springing water. But you, the secret to stopping a spiritual blockage is to immediately start digging. Immediately start digging. It reminds me of a story years ago 
uh, I believe in the country, it was India, where there was a man and his family that they were dependent on others for water from their wells. But due to this caste system, they started not allowing them to come and take from their wells. And so one day, the husband decided to just start digging where he was in his community, which had never, they never found water there in his community. He always had to travel to go get it. And right there, he started digging. And when he started digging, oh my word, after I believe it was about 20 foot deep, he dug by himself, just grabbed the shovel and started digging. And he struck water for his family and which was able to help his community. You see, he didn't get in a pity party or start blaming others because of the lack of water or the blockage that he was in. What he, his solution was to start digging where he was. So if you're depressed, start digging right there from that depression. If you are battling uh, some type of uh, sin where the enemy has crept into your life, I'm asking you to start seeking God right now from that place. And I'm telling you, you're going to find a well of, of springing water. You're going to find water spring up out of your valley. This is the lowest you've been. Some people listening, you, you may feel backslid. I don't know where you are in your life, but I'm telling you the solution is start digging. That, that through desire a man, uh, having separated himself intermeddles with the wisdom of God. Start seeking him. Go back. You can, you can become a prayer warrior today. You can start praying right now. Start digging. You can open up your Bible today, read a chapter. And what? You just became a Bible reader. Start digging. You can go on a fast today. You can skip a meal today. All of a sudden, you can begin to consecrate yourself. I'm telling you that there is a well of, of springing water coming right out of your valley. That is the answer to a spiritual blockage. Start digging. And when he started digging, the first well that he encountered was that he uncovered was Asek, which literally means strife. When you start digging, it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. There will be people from your past, the Philistines, they, they were warring with Isaac over these wells of water. When you start digging, it doesn't mean everybody's going to like that you start digging. Stop waiting on a pat on the back before you go after God. Stop waiting on some type of verbal affirmation from the past or from friends before you go after God. Just start digging. Because what happened was the Philistines wanted him to be content with those wells being buried. Be content with that blockage. But Isaac refused. He kept digging even among the strife. See, when you're close to water, the first thing you're going to encounter is strife. All of a sudden, lost family. They, 
they're wondering like, hey, what are you doing changing? What, what, what are you what are you doing? You've always been been an addict. You've always struggled with this sin. You've always done this. Who do you think you are trying to pray? And they want to bring strife so your attention can cut, get off of the well and get on the on on the opposition on the Philistines or on them. They want you to direct the the anger um, away from the task and to the individual. So when you start digging, Logan, um, there will be people in your life that, that may want to keep you mediocre, may want to keep you with that blockage, because as long as you have a blockage, that means you got to go somewhere else for water. But what, what would happen if you just started digging where you are and you got, you got a well of springing water right there from your valley? And so the Philistines were in opposition to him while he was digging. See, don't, don't think that there won't be strife when you start trying to do better for yourself. When you start trying to go after God, there will be there will be strife, there will be conflict. I'm, I'm going to help you here. Greatness and being liked are not synonymous terms. Some people think it's synonymous. Greatness and being liked are not synonymous terms. And so you have to stop waiting for somebody to give you permission to dig and just start digging. You have permission because you have a soul, you have a spirit, you have a mind, you have a heart. You've been made in the image of God. Now go after God. Start digging. No matter what ridicule comes your way, start digging. That's how you overcome a spiritual blockage. You see, the Philistines would rather those wells be covered and Isaac be thirsty then Isaac be sweating, digging, drinking water from the fruits of his labor. And the Bible says the Philistines envied him. You see, they envy. Anytime you start working for God, there will always be envy nearby. Anytime you're trying to do right, there will always be envy. There will always be jealousy. There will always be something. And so they did not want him to uncover those wells because they knew it was a sign of dominion whenever you dug a well. He was taking territory as a stranger and a pilgrim in a strange land. He was taking territory and the Philistines did not like that. But you know what Isaac did? He kept digging. He didn't let his focus be on the people that didn't believe in him. He put his focus on the task at hand. So he dug and there was strife. The second well that he dug was redug was Sitna, which means opposition. So the deeper as he's working harder and harder and harder as he's digging, 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 eliminating the blockage, 
now he meets more opposition. See, things don't always get easier when you start digging. Things get harder. But at least, at least it is cultivating a flow again. Because you know what happens when there's a spiritual blockage? You get numb. At least while you're digging, you're starting to feel again. You're starting to feel happy. You're starting to feel joy. You're, you may be feeling some type of emotion. Uh, uh, you, you, but the sign is you're not numb anymore. That means life is happening. That means life is flowing. That means something is being cultivated. Opposition is a part of the process. Some people stop digging whenever they face opposition. Logan, keep digging even when you face opposition. And I feel like this question is for you know, many people have had these types types of questions. That was a great question. That's why I wanted people to ask their questions on Instagram because this is relevant for everybody. Keep digging. Your past will try to pull you back. They're going to try to bring you back to the club. They're going to try to bring you back the drink. They're going to try to bring you back to the old you. And the only way to be peaceable is to backslide. The only way to be peaceable is to go back to what you used to be. The only way to be peaceable is to do what they want you to do. But I rather have conflict in the will of God than having peace with man outside of the will of God. Jeremiah said it this way. He said, God hath made me a man of contention from my mother's womb because while everyone else was compromising, Jer Jeremiah refused to compromise. This was a well that he would not allow to get blocked, and he had a shovel in his hand at all times willing to dig. So we went from Essek, strife, to Sitna, opposition, to finally he's, as he's digging, he comes to uh, Rehoboth, which means open spaces. So he, there's room. He digs so much that now there's room. Now there's distance. Now there's separation. Now there's a distinction. Now they realize the enemy can't, can't even fight him anymore because they see no matter how much they agitate him, he's going to keep digging. He is eliminating the blockage of Essek, the blossom of Sitna, the blockage of Rehoboth. And because he keeps on digging, not worrying about what people are saying, no matter what the past is saying, no matter what history they're bringing up, no matter what failures they're bringing up, he keeps digging to finally he gets some room. And he gets distance between him and his enemy. Where the enemy said, man, this guy won't quit. He just keeps going. You, you want to know how to overcome a spiritual blockage? Keep digging. Because your enemy is going to give up before you give up. Don't throw in the towel. Don't, don't give up praying or reading your Bible or fasting at the first sign of adversity. Keep on. And I'm telling you, the enemy is going to have to back up. Even whenever the enemy was tempting Jesus when he was in the wilderness, the Bible says that the enemy departed him for a season. You see, when, when Jesus stuck with the word and just kept speaking, it is written, it is written, it is written. 
The Bible says that the enemy departed him for a season because he saw he had no room into his spirit. And when you keep digging and keep on letting, getting rid of the blockage by digging in spiritual disciplines and spiritual principles and being around godly people, it, it is tough. It, let me say this. It's tough to get rid of a spiritual blockage when you're surrounded by sand. If you're surrounded by water, it's very easy to keep the flow. But when you're surrounded by sand, it's easy for there to be a blockage. So you have to look at your company. You have to look at who's around you that's pouring dirt into your well. You have to look at your surroundings and see who's pouring dirt and who's pouring water. Who's helping the flow and who's hindering the flow. Keep digging, you'll come to open spaces. And then later they dug again and, and they discovered a well called Sheba, which literally means seventh, which is the number of completion, the number of fulfillment. See, he kept digging. Even after there was peace, he kept digging. Now, a lot of people become great diggers in adversity, but whenever they're promoted or whatever their success, they put the shovel down. What I'm telling you is the way you keep a flow is to dig in the valley and keep digging on the mountain. To dig in the failure and keep digging in the success. Keep going into prayer. Don't lose that dependency. Keep going into your Bible reading. Get on a Bible plan. Uh, be systematic with your devotion. Have a planner. Keep track of what you're reading. Make note of what you're reading. Have a, have a journal. Uh, take a fast day. Fast three days in a week. Skip some meals. You see, these are habits of you acknowledging God. These are habits that helps you increase um, the flow again, where it's easier to tap into the spirit. There was another question that someone asked, uh, and, and this is a perfect place to touch this, uh, because Isaac, he dug and it became a, well, uh, uh, a way of life. And remember when I talked to you about how Abram had to get his name changed to Abraham and Jacob had to get his name changed to Israel, but, but Isaac never had to get his name changed because Isaac was consistent. His digging was not based on his circumstance. It wasn't based on his valley or his blessing. His digging was a way of life. Someone asked the question, I didn't get to, uh, uh, see the name who asked it, but he said, do you have any revelation on fasting? And uh, this goes with the spiritual blockage because what fasting does is fasting is not just, just to get something. Fasting is to draw closer to God. Fasting helps you get rid of those blockages. And so what you have to understand is that when God created the heaven and the earth, as I mentioned in my message, Unexpected Beginnings, that everyone was worshiping something in the heaven and something in the earth. Not, not only were they worshiping uh, something in the heaven or something in the earth, but also man is made from the dust of the earth. Here it is. There is a mist on, on, 
the the dust a mist is uh uh water so there was water and there was ground but the thing that made man become a living soul was the breath of god so you have to see this principle whenever you decide to say i'm not living i'm not eating anything from the ground and i'm not drinking any water and i am depending solely on the breath that's that's that is um that is a recipe for a breakthrough because when you're denying food from the ground and when you're denying for those that do total fast for a day and don't do food or water you're saying i'm relying on the breath to keep me that is a recipe for a breakthrough because you're denying what man needs to survive. But what did Jesus say? Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The breath is keeping me more than the water in my body, more than the food in my body. I need the breath of God. I need the word of God. I need God to breathe on me. And that's the powerful thing about, about fasting is that when we say no to certain things that we need to survive, we're saying, I need your breath more than I need to, more than I need food. Job said, your words are more than my necessary food. Jesus said, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me. So fasting is about dependency. Uh, when, when I'm fasting, uh, I tell people, listen, I'm not fasting because I'm spiritual. I'm fasting because I need God. Fasting keeps you in that place of dependency. And a blockage can occur when we get too independent where we feel like we don't even need God. That's where a blockage, a blockage of pride can come. But whenever we confess and say, God, I need you and I'm going to fast to show you how much I need you. That's a recipe for a breakthrough. I hope that answered your question. Um, the second question uh, that I want to get to is, uh, how can we accept that God loves us when he still created us knowing that sin would exist? And this is from Holly. She said, how can we accept that God loves us when he still created us knowing that sin would exist? Let me, let me tell you why. Because in Revelation 13, 8, the Bible says that, that the lamb was slain before the foundation of the world. Meaning that everything that he made on earth was for his good pleasure. Number one, number two, it's for it's it's for the heavens and the earth to reveal God. The heavens declare the glory of God. So everything was put to reveal his nature. And while everything was made to reveal um, that there is a creator, we are to be to reflect his image in the earth by taking dominion. 
Now, meaning before Adam and Eve sinned in Genesis 3, God had already had a plan before the world was created. That's love. You see, before the problem, God already had an answer. Before the mess up, God already had a miracle. Before the pain, God already had power settled in heaven. And so it is a reflection of his love. So when Adam and Eve sinned, God immediately had a response and, and it initiated uh, a, a, a fast track to him coming and robing himself in flesh to die for the sins of the world. But this was the plan before, from the beginning. John 1 and 1 states <clears throat> that in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. The, the word is the logos, the plan, the thought. The, the thought, uh, the, the plan, it was with God. It was, it, it was, it was God. He, this thought, this lamb slain before the foundation of the world, this, I, this idea uh, existed before he ever said, let there be light, before there was an angel created, before there was a devil, before there was any of that, God already had a plan. And that's where you see his love. That that it wasn't like man messed up and then God's like, oh my God, I gotta, I gotta figure something out. No, he already had a solution before there ever was a problem. And 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 we see his love because every time Satan attacks and tries to harm, God is able to use his attack to catapult us into his, into God's purpose. God is able to use what the devil meant for evil to turn it around for good. That's how we see his love, that there is no attack that Satan can put upon your family that God already doesn't have a solution for. It's in the hidden wisdom of God that, that it, makes, it makes the devils mad because no matter what they do, God is so sovereign, he can turn it all around in a moment and make it the very thing that blesses us and makes us who we are. And, and, and guys, it's been raining in Florida. I've been, uh, uh, sick the last few days. Uh, apologize for, uh, my voice. It sounds like I've been preaching all day, but really it's just, um, it's, it's just allergies and everything. It's hot out there. But that's how we see God's love. That before you ever stepped into a problem, before you ever sinned, God already had an answer for your sin before you were created and before the earth was created, before any of those things were created. So sin did not take God by surprise because he understood that sin could be a consequence of free will. And he would not allow Adam and Eve to be forced to serving him. Remember, in the ancient Near Eastern custom, they believed that the gods made humans as their slaves to do their bidding. But God took of his own nature and put his breath 
into man and made man in his image, discounting the false theories of what they thought gods were and what humans were. What God was showing is that humans are not slaves. Humans are my children that I want to put my image on. And and I am giving them free will. They decide if they want to serve me. So God understood that that a, a potential consequence of, of free will is that man's ability to obey or disobey. So he already had a plan in place before man ever failed. It's profound. He's sovereign. It's masterful. That's a great question, Holly. That's a great uh, question. Send your questions um, to this, uh, in this podcast, uh, to my Instagram. Uh, send your questions. I'm going to be doing answering questions. And I have good news for you. I plan on, on having another episode for you tomorrow. I am going to keep the content coming because I love talking to y'all. I love uh, spending time with you guys. Uh, share the podcast. Give a uh, a good rating. Uh, pray that this is a blessing to somebody. But uh, I'm looking forward to answering more uh, of your questions. And I'm just so thankful for what God is doing. I love and appreciate all of you. Thank you for letting me be a part of your life, a part of uh, your journey and I'm speaking the blessing of God on you, but I'm going to be answering questions. And even on the later episodes, I'll do an episode and then I'll answer some questions that people have as well. And uh, just to keep it also in interactive, because this is something on the journey that we're growing together. And this is something I'm now able to do because I'm going to be releasing more and more content. Okay. All right. God bless y'all. Love you. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, for more information, you can follow my social media page, Victor M. Jackson, or you can come visit us in Orlando, Florida at Bible Center of Orlando. Thank you for joining us. God bless.